The Utah Jazz put out their best performance of the season, dominating the Portland Trailblazers. Offensively, they break them time and time again. Defensively, Rudy Gobert was insane, and the Jazz roll. We're talking about it. Coming up on Postcast. David Locke, along with Ron Boone, we come to you after every single game live on Facebook at David Locke, as well as on Twitter at DLock09 and on YouTube at Locked on Jazz. Join us after every game. The chat room is open. We're excited to chat with you and have you chat with friends. You can subscribe to any of those channels and make sure you get notified by hitting the little bell and joining us each and every time. And Ron, this was the most complete performance of the year by the Utah Jazz. And what makes it fun as we are lucky and blessed enough where we can watch practice. We can watch uh, the defensive schemes and or offensive schemes and what they want to do out there on the floor. And to watch things work, it just shows the amount of time that coaches, assistant coaches put in in order to make some things. There she is. <laughs> in, in order to make things uh, work out there on the floor. And, and so it, that's the reward, I think, that we get. Because we see it, and then when it happens, you put the uh, – together performance like what they put together tonight uh let's start on the offensive side where portland came out with a unique style they were sending two to the ball in the pick and roll i mean you again if you let the jazz play pick and roll they'll kill you but if you send two to the ball and rudy rolls which means you got to bring a third guy to tag the roller i i literally told you today at shooter and i was listening to mike richmond on lockdown blazers who does just amazing work and he was saying that their defensive problem is that they're putting two of the ball and tagging the roller. And mm. I said, like, if you do that, we're going to have open shots. I don't know what our final number is tonight on corner threes where I'm going to look it up as we're talking. But, boy, the Jazz got look after look after look tonight. Yeah, look after look. And then all of a sudden that skip pass was, was getting the looks. Or if the skip, if they recovered out on the skip pass and they put the, the next pass was up for the a three-point shot at the up above the three, a break three so the jazz got what they wanted you know some teams have the ability to take away the three from the jazz and, and force the jazz to to do something else the Portland trailblazers are not one of those teams jazz come in taking the most amount of threes in the league blazers uh, allow the 26 or 27 league in threes so the jazz got 17 corner threes in this game wow um they only actually hit six of them according to clean the glass it felt like they hit a lot more but every time, you know, even at the end of the first quarter, the Jazz offensive rating was an 87, Ron. And I said, like I said to you, I tweeted, you just knew the Jazz were okay. They were getting the looks they wanted. They were moving the ball. They were seeing it. There was a beautiful play late in the quarter where Mike Conley skipped it to Jordan Clarkson. It was just a sign that the Jazz had figured out what they were seeing. Yeah, 46 three-point shots for the Jazz. The Jazz are averaging somewhere about 40, 41, 41, one a ball, a ball game. But. The, again, the most important thing there and the reward, I think, is uh, just moving the basketball and, and getting what they want out of their offense. And and, uh, and and obviously, it's the three-point shots. I find it fascinating, though, that in a ball game like this, most of those threes came from the right side of the floor. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Jazz, uh, Dominic, they had, uh, just to put it in perspective, I'm just looking at cleaning the glass. Jazz offense tonight, according to Clean the Glass, was a 136, which puts them in the 99th percentile mm-hmm. of all offensive performances this season. So that was one of the best offensive performances you're going to see all season long. And the Jazz really torched what is a bad defensive team in the Blazers. They came in 28th in the league defensively. Now let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Blazers are the third best offense in the league. 
And uh, Dame Lillard was really non-impactful tonight. He was 4 of 12. If you were just at this game for the first time, you would not think he's a multi-time All-Star. You would not thought he was special. Uh, what did the Jazz do? Question coming in already. What did the Jazz do to slow down Dame? Well, you know, Damon is one of those guys that, that when he gets rolling, it's, it's hard to stop. I don't think the Jazz let him get going. The game plan was to try to keep him in the middle of the floor. And, and I didn't see him get into his patented going to his left step back jump shot. You know, so they kind of took that away from him. They forced him to drive to the basket. Rudy's there. Uh, and so he only gets up 12 shots, even though he, he spent 31 minutes out there on the floor. He's been averaging 35 a game. So he spent a, a significant amount of time out there on the floor. He just was unable to get uh, the type of shots offensively that he uh, has been accustomed to getting. Uh, Riker points out the Jazz, 31 assists tonight, just five turnovers, only one steal by the Blazers. So that's only one live ball turnover the entire game. And you know part of that's the Blazers' defense is not great, though they are 22nd in the league enforcing turnovers. The other thing, there just was a lot of space on the floor. We, they, we had all shooters on the floor at all times, and there were a lot of shooters on the floor, a lot of space on the floor, and that created passing lanes. It wasn't like we weren't taking risky passes either. A lot of skip passes, a lot of air under the ball, and yet they were on target and not getting intercepted. So the, the Jazz didn't have to worry about hiding a player or anything like that, and, and the Portland Trailblazers didn't have the opportunity to take away anything from any of the players because Rudy was – they were getting what they needed out of Rudy uh, down in the paint. Rudy had 11 shots, and I made nine of them, you know, 15 rebounds. But his presence and his threat just generates so much other – so many good shots, I think, for, for his teammates as far as shooting three-pointers. A uh, bunch of other notes coming in tonight. Donovan was dominating late, kind of put the game at 30, got wherever he wanted to, got in the paint. Blazers are 29th in the league. Not only do they allow a lot of corner threes, I mean, their defense is completely fundamentally broken. Like, statistically, it's a disaster. They're 27th in the league in allowing threes. They're 29th in the league in allowing shots at the rim. Those are the two highest percentage shots in the league. Like, you like. It's one thing to allow one, but to allow both just means you honestly you're like you don't know you don't know what you're doing. Like I don't know how to else to describe it. Like, you you can't have a defense that gives those two shots up at the rate that the Blazers do. The Jazz took advantage of it beautifully. That that's what's beautiful about tonight is everything Portland threw at him that had a flaw, and the Jazz took advantage of that flaw every single time. Okay, but if we think about this, as good a passers as the Jazz have out there on the floor right right now. Uh, is there a defense that can keep them from getting what they want? I mean, and, and I'm trying to just remember a, a team that actually has taken away everything from, from the Jazz. And it, it, they took away anything from the Jazz. It would have been like the L.A. Clippers last year with their wing players uh, and, and the, the, the ability to switch one through five. Uh, and the perimeter defense for the most part. So the two but, things we've seen that have been interesting against the Jazz. For yeah. many years, people hugged the shooters, played two-on-two on, two on the – drop the big, right. played two-on-two. Two. We couldn't get our shooters. Atlanta did it to us. The Jazz have figured that out. They right. use the search dribble. They use some other stuff, or they just get the baskets. Mike Conley got more comfortable. So you're right. The last one left is switching one through five, forcing us into a one-on-one -on -one game, getting us out of our pick and roll and passing. We don't pass as much when that happens. You're absolutely right. That's the answer. I'm a little stunned, frankly. Chauncey Billups, who's the Clippers' assistant coach, mm -hmm. didn't play Larry Nance as a center tonight and play one, play that style and switch one through five. Now, 
the minute you do that, you're playing isolation. They have bad defenders in Dame and CJ that are on an island, and so maybe that's why. You can't the Clippers had 6'8", 220 across the board, so you don't have the same personnel to be able to do that. I kind of tried to ask Chauncey that pregame. He gave kind of a delicate answer uh, that he couldn't. Let's go to one other thing. Rudy Gobert was incredible tonight. Yeah. Um, his final numbers were 21 points, 16 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, a block, plus 29. I'm doing this off the top of my head. I believe that Dame Lillard was one for five inside 10 feet and that C.J. McCollum was two for eight inside 10 feet. Like, they got near the basket and they couldn't do anything to that. It's amazing what just the name Rudy Gobert does defensively, you know. You get to the point where you think that you can get to the basket and, and all of a sudden you think, oh, well, Rudy's down there. Now I've got to start looking out for the defenses and, and see, you know, who you can pass the basketball to. But, you know, last year he averaged 17 and 19 a game against uh, against the Portland Trailblazers. No different tonight, uh, although Nurkic had probably had one of his best basketball games against the Jazz in quite some time. And he says, looks like Rudy's getting more oops like he, a couple of years like he was so hard for him to get him. Is that Conley? Actually, Rudy's at 3.2 dunks a night, um, which is super high, most in the league. His big year is at 3.7. Um I think tonight was because of Portland. Yeah. But the Jazz exploited it, so that's what you have to do. Here's the interesting one you all can chew on. Jazz have won six of eight. The only two losses are on those. Both of them are based on reviews. If the reviews did not happen and neither of them went our way, right? Like, both of the reviews were our benefit. We actually wish that they did neither of them went our way. The Jazz would have won eight straight right now. You know, we weren't great in the middle of that stretch. Uh, we looked pretty good in the last two nights. Boston on Friday, the guys get a few night days off. We'll be back with you. Thanks very much for tuning into Postcast. Locked on Jazz tomorrow. Have a great one.